This is Vosh Bodhi. On May 24, 2012, two young men were stabbed in Echo Park after being called gay slurs. On June 26, 2012, the community responded with a town hall rally at El Centro del Pueblo. I witnessed firsthand how to inform, strengthen, and empower a community. For the past 40 years since we've been serving this community, it always saddens us when members of the community come to us with something this serious. I really am honored to have Jenny. Jenny Olivas is the mother of one of the kids. Thank you, Sandra. First of all, I'd like to thank the beautiful community of Echo Park for being out here and supporting this coalition and all the other community members that are here from other communities and the politicians and everybody at SEIU. I would like to thank you. First of all, I'd like to start that my family has been here for three generations. We've been here since 1949. And for something like this to happen to not just my family member, to a community member, is intolerable. And we're not going to accept it. We are angry, very, very angry. But we're going to turn this anger around, and we're going to utilize this energy to educate the community that we will not tolerate a hate crime. Echo Park yeah. is a very strong community. And we do need this time to educate our people for tolerance. Visualize this, that we as a community stand up to a hate crime and we take this and we soar with it so Echo Park can be known as the community that will not tolerate hate crimes. I am asking for the community to please, please, if you know who did this, to please report it. I've heard the rumors that some of the homies know who it is. Come on and stand up. Stand up for this community. Stand up for your family. You should not tolerate this if you know it. I want to thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to introduce to you Jake Finney. He's the director of the Anti-Violence Project for Los Angeles Gay and Lesbian Center. Thank you very much. This is a, a great turnout. I'm really happy to see this. I, I've been working with hate crime survivors for the last several years, and you don't always get to see a community come together like this. So I think it's a great first step to saying that hate crimes will not be tolerated here. Our lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community is commonly one of the most targeted groups for hate crimes. And that's just not in Los Angeles or California, but across the country. And one of the things that we can really do as a community is to help hate crime survivors come forward and feel comfortable talking about what's happened to them. People have a lot of barriers that they need to overcome in order to report hate crimes. For LGBT folks, sometimes it's the fear of outing themselves. For folks who are monolingual Spanish, it can be very difficult because there aren't enough resources and outreach out there to let individuals know that it's okay to report. And then there's also a fear because of anti-immigrant attitudes as well. So there's still a lot of work that needs to be done to get people to um, feel comfortable in reporting. Photographs, videos, documenting times of incidents. All those things can be reported along with a hate crime or a hate incident. And if you're not comfortable with going forward to police for whatever reason, we do provide resources and we can help facilitate that process at the Gay and Lesbian Center. We help people with law enforcement issues. 
we give attorney referrals, and we have referrals to counseling and other types of services as well. So thank you for your time. I want to bring up from the Los Angeles City Commission on Human Relations, Jumana Celia Saba, Senior Policy Analyst. Good evening. Thank you again. Thank you for having us here. I am with the City of LA Human Relations Commission. Our commission was mandated in 1968 to promote civic engagement and to really address issues of discrimination. LAPD just recently changed the way in which they interact with transgender. And so when we do come together, things do happen. The difference between a hate crime and a hate incident is that a crime, it's a crime. It is an act that was committed. A hate incident is an offensive speech or act it's to intimidate. One of the things about hate speech is that we can't, it's First Amendment. You can't really prosecute people for speech. But if the hate speech is against a specific person and if it carries a threat that can reasonably be carried out, then it needs to be reported. On the point of reporting, this is tremendous because essentially if we don't hear from you the numbers don't reflect the severity of hate or hate crimes or hate incidents and just to kind of give you an idea i invited detective panetto to just share with you some of the numbers thank you year to date as of may 31st uh, we've had 40 hate incidents for the entire city that have been reported compared to uh, 47 hate crimes year-to-date for 2012 compared to 69 hate crimes for 2010. So that's the good news. We've had a 32% decrease this year compared to last year. But again, I want to express that these are hate crimes and hate incidents that have been reported. And for that reason, again, we're asking you to report all hate crimes. Thank you. Thank you, Detective Panetta. It's not only hate crimes that need to be reported, it's also hate incidents because something could start as a hate incident never gets reported and just continues to expand and grow into and then become something that is really uh, much larger than an incident. I realize that there is a great deal of fear associated with reporting any kind of crime let alone hate crimes or hate incidents and oftentimes it really is face saving it's just embarrassing to say I was called such and such no one wants to put themselves in that position. And I realize how difficult it is, but if we don't come forward, we will never know to address it. If, for whatever reason, people are uncomfortable in reporting it to law enforcement, any of your community advocacy groups, most of them know what to do. If you're more comfortable going that route, please go that route. It really starts with the reporting, it goes into the investigation, and then it goes into a prosecution. The reason I bring this up it's because oftentimes when a hate crime or is, is prosecuted, the prosecutor is unable to attach that enhancement of a hate crime. So essentially it ends up being prosecuted for the crime that it is. And even though they may get the maximum sentence for that particular crime, for the victims as well as the community at large, it is not a satisfactory sense. What was truly offensive was never addressed through the process of the court systems. And so, again, this brings me back to the community. It's also really moving to see all of you out here 
in solidarity as a community, as a neighborhood, to really stand up and say that this is not going to happen in our community. And this is really the first step. And so with that, I just want to, again, put uh, the City Human Relations Commission. Obviously, we're here for the community and to work with the community. We have put together hate crimes workshops. If this is something that is of interest, we would be more than happy to come out and really share with you in much more details of hate crimes and hate incidents and the laws that govern it and how it really all works. And so thank you all. And we are here for you and to support you in whatever means we can. I'm going to pass it over to Harold now so he could talk about next steps. Next steps. There are a number of them. One of our most major urgent next step is we want to identify the individuals that did this. So we're looking for your help to do that and help the police, help, help all, the whole community identifying those individuals. The other one, of course, is education. We are definitely going to have another presentation just on the whole area of hate crimes. Now, some more next steps. If you all look at our zero tolerance, we want to create a buzz in the community, folks. We want to start to have individuals say there's a zero tolerance for hate crimes in Echo Park. And one of the things that we'd like to do in collaboration with the coalition that's moving forward is create a poster. We've already designed this poster, and we're looking forward to every business in the corridor on Sunset in Echo Park to have that poster in their window, identifying zero tolerance for hate crimes. And then additionally, we're looking to our religious clergy within the community. We are hopeful and encouraging our religious community to work alongside of the coalition and have opportunity to speak to this in the church so that we are beginning to build up a momentum within Echo Park, both with the business community, the religious community, the neighbors. We want to get the information out about a zero tolerance. So I would say to you that this is only a beginning, not an end. This is the first step. And we have to continue doing this. And I know that even after we find the individuals that did this, that's not over. We want to not have this happen again in Echo Park. Quite frankly, I'd like to see it not happen anywhere. And we can do that. And so again, I want to thank you for your strength and your willingness to step up and work alongside of all of us. Thank you. And I thank the community again. Thank you all for coming. You know, it really makes me proud that people did come out and stand up. With that, I'm going to close. Thank you. If you or someone you know has been a victim of a hate crime or hate incident, please report it. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your community. From El Centro del Pueblo in Echo Park, this is Vosh Bodhi. Remember, if you have a story to tell, TTV, talk to Vosh.